All right, how's it going, guys? Welcome to a special bonus clip of Wrestling With Ideas. As always, I am your host, Colin the Music Man Scully. Now, this Sunday, Impact Wrestling is scheduled to have their 16th anniversary show entitled Slammiversary. Now, it is scheduled again to take place uh, this Sunday, July 22nd, 2018, live from the Rebel Entertainment Complex in Toronto. Um, Sadly, though, the tickets for this have been sold out, but you can order it on pay-per-view. Now, the reason that I'm bringing you guys a bonus clip of Impact Wrestling is because I managed to get two interviews with a couple talents uh, that are involved in some pretty high-profile matches on the card this coming Sunday. The first interview that you're going to hear is my interview with Moose. We talked a little bit about his career in football, and then we talked more about sort of what's going on this Sunday and his, uh, his match with Austin Aries and all of that good stuff. And then we got into the... Um, I got into an, another interview... It was interesting talking to Eddie Edwards. We talked a lot about his uh, time over in Japan. As well, we talked about his time in Ring of Honor, how he and Davey Richards came together to form the American Wolves. As well, we talked about his lasting and the fire still burning um, with the feud between him and Sammy Callahan. But without further ado, let's just throw things straight into the interview with Moose. A lot of the fans don't really know that you were actually a football player before the wrestling. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Sort of maybe um, I might ask you a question about if there was um, any influence from past NFL players that have made the transition over, something like that. Um, I wouldn't say there was any influence. I mean, it was wrestling was always something I wanted to do, and nobody had to really influence me to do it. It was um, I was always a big fan of it. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of it. I mean, I, 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 there have been a bunch of football players who um got into it, so there was a lot of pressure. Um, I didn't want to be one of those football players that got into the sport and was not good at it, you know. So in that aspect, it was huge pressure on my on my shoulders to uh, succeed in it. And, um, I I feel like with the hard work and the dedication I put into it, um, it it's brought me to where I am now. Right. Now, you're going back. I'm just looking back at your stats here. We're on the interview now, so it's all good. Uh, I'm just going back on your stats here. The past teams, you were an offensive tackle guard, and you played just over in and out six seasons in the NFL. Your main team was the Atlanta Falcons. For You played four seasons for them. You were drafted in the fifth round by them. What was uh, what, what were the four years in Atlanta like for you? Um, it was great. Um, I, I feel like my four years in Atlanta, that's when the wrestling was fun to me. That's when I actually loved wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, started a bunch of games. Um, got married there. Um met a lot of guys I um, I still consider friends and um so Atlanta was fun for me and I, I feel like when I left Atlanta that's when everything went downhill you know mm-hmm. so it was after then it was after you were released by the Rams on the 22nd of October 2012 that you decided to make the jump to professional wrestling now you yep. made your you made your debut at Ring of Honor in 2014, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So where was um, what was the thought process behind going to Ring of Honor first? Uh, I mean, I did a tryout right. with Ring of Honor, and um, I guess I, I did get in a tryout, and they offered me a deal um, short, shortly after. So that was my, that was pretty much the whole mindset of me going to Ring of Honor. Right. Is there anything that you uh, is there anything that you wish that you could have done that you didn't get the chance to over there before we get into your stuff in Impact? No, there's no regrets. Um, I felt like everything I've done in my um, past has brought me to the position I am today, main event anniversary. So no regrets. Um, if I could, if I could do it all over again, I would take the same exact steps and then do the same exact thing I did to get me to where I'm at. I mean, I, I feel like I'm in a good position, main event, um, impacts biggest pay per view of the year. I mean, look. Now the only thing I have to do now to make it even better is winning it. Right. Now, going going on to Impact, you made your debut for Impact on the July 2016 Destination X edition of Impact, interrupting the main event between TNA World Heavyweight Champion Lashley and someone who I just actually got off the phone with, Eddie Edwards, who was the current, who was the uh, X Division champion at the time. Was this something, was this an idea that you had to come in this way as your debut? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, no pun intended, but I wanted to make an impact with my right. first my yeah. debut. I wanted to make an impact. And what bigger way to make an impact than to um, come in and do something to the world champion, Bobby Lashley? And, um, and that was pretty much my mindset, and that's what I did. Right. Now... You won. You you won. Uh, you're a two-time Impact Grand Champion. Now this sat this uh, Sunday rather. You're going to be fighting for the unified version of that. You're going to be fighting Austin Aries for the Impact World Championship. I'm reading through a um, a newspaper article that I found on the Toronto Sun. If I could just read a paragraph off of it and get your thoughts on that. Yeah, sure. All right, cool. So after. Um, so they're, they're having fun with your name a little bit here, Austin, is he goes, first of all, and I quote, first of all, we're talking about a man called Moose, said, Austin, said uh, Aries with a laugh. We'll make sure we make the distinction I won't be wrestling a real live Moose. It's a man called Moose. We wouldn't want any of the fans to be disappointed. They're excited I'm wrestling a Moose, and all of a sudden the man called Moose comes out, and they're like, that's bait and switch. We wanted to see an actual Moose out there. Now, is that a little bit of an attack on you, or is that just Austin being Austin? Uh, I mean, I, I, honestly, I don't get into the battle of words. I let my actions speak for me. I mean, I feel like t- at this point, with everything that needs to be said about this matchup has been said, that now, I mean, the match is only two days away. Um, at some point, we're going to have to drop all the words and actually go in that ring and let our fists do the talking. And that's exactly where my mindset is at now. So Austin could keep talking if he wants, but. Um, Come Sunday, his mouth is going to get real acquainted with my fist. Right. Now, have you ever have you ever fought Austin in a ring before? And if not, do you know what you're going to be uh, going up against? 
No, um, I, I don't think this has been said as much as it should be, but this is a first-time matchup for both of us. Right. Um, we've never, and wrestling is hard to come across first-time matchups because somebody has wrestled somewhere, somebody somewhere, if not is in the company they're in, but another company. But this is actually a first-time ever matchup where neither one of us have actually wrestled. So um, that plays a key factor in the things because we're, we're not we're not familiar with each other. And I feel like the guy who wins the match is the guy who could change that game plan as the match goes on. Because, I mean, I feel like game plans will need to be changed. And that's for on me, too. Right. So I'm just reading through a lot of uh, I'm just reading through some stuff here. Uh, I'm coming across your uh, pro wrestling Noah tour here. You are actually in a tag team with Eddie Edwards. Now, seeing Eddie. Like you as a past tag team partner, seeing uh, Eddie going through what he is right now, what are your thoughts on what he's been doing? And have you tried to talk to him at all about it? Um, yeah, sure, I try to. Uh, Eddie right now is very hard headed. Um, he, in his mind, he has a fix to what he's going through. So I'll let him, being a kind of like a big brother to him, I'll let him deal with that himself. I mean. I'm not, I mean, the last time I got, I, um, I tried to say something to him, he brushed me off and said some stuff that I don't think he meant, but he was kind of hot at the moment. So um, he's a man, I'll let him fight his own battles, and I mean, he's fine. Uh, he, he's up in the match against somebody I, I highly respect. I've watched and idolized for a long time, and um, good luck to both men. Right. Now, well, I think I'm all out of questions for this. Moose, good luck on Sunday. You're fighting Austin Aries for the Impact World Championship on Sunday, July 22nd, 2018, live at the Rebel Complex for Impact Wrestling's Slammiversary. Moose, thanks for calling into the show today. Have a good one and good luck on Sunday. All right, thank you. Hey, this is Eddie Edwards, and you're listening to Wrestling with Ideas. For an exclusive interview ahead of Impact Wrestling's 16th anniversary show, Slammiversary, on the phone with me today, we've got arguably one of the more outspoken, if you will, superstars uh, coming out of Impact Wrestling. We've got Eddie Edwards. Eddie, how's it going today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. So uh, before we get into a little bit of uh, what you were, what's going on this weekend, I wanted to go back a little bit into your uh, wrestling history there, maybe sort of so I can give some of our listeners a bit of a backstory on where you're coming from. So back in 2005, you made your first trip overseas to Pro Wrestling Noah, and you were trained under. Who were you trained under exactly in Pro Wrestling Noah, and what was that like over there? 
It was you know it was kind of a collaborative thing over there, uh, you know, like Marafuji and Kenta and Morishima and, and Rikio and Ogawa. It was just kind of you know a, a group deal in that dojo where I trained, and uh, you know, going there it was it was just a wake up call. It was something completely different for me and you know what I had done in the states. So it was uh, something that I always wanted to do, and you know, lucky enough, I was able to go over there and do it. Right now, fast forwarding a little bit still in japan though we'll t- we'll we'll talk japan first and then we'll get into the stuff in the states because it'll be a good segue into what's going on on sunday um on the 26th of august 2017 you defeated katsuhiko nakajima to win the ghc heavyweight championship for the first time becoming the not only the first ever but to this day you are the only gaijin to have won the ghc heavyweight championship first question what was going through your mind during that match and second question how does it feel to still be the only foreigner to have held that title you know is i mean even today even you know even hearing it now it's still pretty surreal you know um going over there i you know i started at the very bottom very bottom and obviously my dream was to hold you know the the heavyweight championship over there but you know at the start and, and at certain times throughout the, my career there's you know i thought there was no way it would happen but you know then i was given the opportunity to face nakajima at Cork and Hall for that for that title um, you know going through my mind was just go out there and deliver go out there and, and take this championship and, and show that you know they are not wrong by putting their their faith in me by letting me come over there in the first place by letting me train over there was you know that's something that they had to choose to do they had to let me do that they had to welcome me in and they did that and i had to prove that you know everything that they had given me all the chances they had given me it had it, it wasn't for nothing you know i'm going to go out there i'm going to i'm going to win this championship i'm going to prove to them and everybody else that you know, like I had said before, you know, you, you you put your mind to it. You know, anything truly is possible. And you know, when I won that championship and I and I held that belt in the middle of the ring, you know, I I was overcome. But you know, with emotion, it's something that I had worked my whole career for. And even you know, thinking about it now, talking about it now, it gives me goosebumps. Take me back to that moment. You know, that belt has been held by some of the greatest of all time. You know, Misawa, Kobashi, Akiyama, Tawe, You know, Marif. Fuji, Kenta, Takayama, these these guys have held held that exact championship belt and then here I am. I'm able to put my name on that list and also put my name in the history books as the first and as of now the one and only foreigner to hold that title. I mean that's it's it's surreal, man. It's something that I'm truly I'm truly proud that I was able to do it. I'm obviously truly I'm truly grateful to Pro Wrestling Noah for, for giving me that opportunity. Right. And now, sort of going over into the States, in 2006, you made your debut for Ring of Honor. Now, later on, you, uh, I, think it was, I think it was in 2008, I believe, um, that you began teaming with future, argue, like I, honestly, my, the best work that I've seen, it, like my favorite work from you as a tag team was with the American Wolves and uh, Davey Richards. Um, in 2008, what was the uh, story behind the beginning of this tag team here? 
you know, me and Davey were actually over in Japan at the same time. And, uh, you know, we had spoke and we had talked and we know we knew each other. I'd done a few ROH things here and there, but I was never, you know, a mainstay. And, and Davey, you know, he was pitching to get me in to tag with him to be a part of, you know, tag team. You know, we were pretty similar in styles and similar in mentalities as far as wrestling goes. So um, he was pitching for that. And unfortunately, it took a while. We didn't get the chance until we did a show in England, a big independent super show uh, called Independence Day in 2008. And, uh, and we tagged, we were able to tag for the first time in Wolverhampton, England. And that's actually where the name, the American Wolves, came from. You know, we were friends of, of the British Bulldogs. And, you know, our first match being in Wolverhampton, where the Wolves are the soccer team over there, we were the American Wolves. And after that, you know, that first match we had, something just clicked. So just going from there on, things continue to click. It was, it was just amazing the way every match we had, it felt like our chemistry got better and better, which I, you know, certain times I didn't think was possible, but it did that and it, it led us down the road to, to where we are today and what everything we went through. Right. So going back or going forward, I guess, from Ring of Honor into what is now known as Impact Wrestling, you guys are five-time tag team champions in TNA. What what was uh, what was your debut match in TNA like there as a tag team? Uh, you know, it was it was actually in England, which seems pretty uh, appropriate for the thing. We were over in England. That was the first time we were ever uh, able to wrestle a match. We uh, we were first appeared at the the show in Scotland on the UK tour, and then we wrestled the, on the next night in England, um, in in front of a crowd like that. You know, the crowd in this arena was a great crowd there. Uh, and you know, this is what we had something we've been working for, something that you know we wanted. To do it we took a leap of faith we wanted to come to tna we wanted to be a part of impact and you know we, we, we went for it and you know once we got out there it felt everything kind of felt right it felt like you know all the decisions we made everything we had gone through um we made the right decision at that point and it, we never looked back man right now moving on into the more modern stuff the more modern happenings in uh, impact wrestling on the first, on the March first episode of Impact, you were hit in the head with a baseball bat by Sammy Callahan. Now, this was just at, this was just right in the early beginning of your feud with Sammy Callahan. Uh, my first question for you is: Is there still something going on between you and Sammy or is it shifted more over between you and Tommy now? Well, what, what do you think? What, like, what, what do you think? If I walked over there and I hit you in the face with a baseball bat and then I, maybe I stalk your wife or maybe I, you know, attack your friends, but no, then a few months later, you're just going to forget about it, right? No, that's not what humans do. That's not what a normal human being does and that's not what I do. You know, Sammy can, he said recently that it's over and he won and this and that, but 
that's fine because if he thinks that this is over, he's, he's sadly mistaken because that's not something that you move past. That's something that, you know, time doesn't heal that wound. Uh, Sammy will always be in the back of my mind until I finish him, until I end him like I said I wanted to do. But, like, obviously, I don't, I don't understand why people ask me that question. Why would it be over with Sammy? Why? It never yeah. will be. Fair point there. Um, the before we get into uh, what's going on with you uh, and Tommy, how has this entire feud affected the relationship that you have that you have with Alicia? Well, it's not great. It's not great. Clearly, it's not great. I mean, yeah. it's things have happened and you know, mistakes have been made, and other people have done other things, and it's just not. It, things could be better. Clearly, right. Now, right. Here's the question that everybody that I've asked about when I before I've been doing this interview. This is the one question that everybody's asked me to ask and I've been wanting to ask this myself um, Tommy Dreamer at the beginning of the feud with you and Sammy was on your side and he still appears to be on your side of things he wants to help you get through everything here but it seems to me that you're not exactly the biggest fan as on the June 14th of Impact you attacked him with a kendo stick after I believe was it he said something about talking to your wife or something like that? You no, know, something like that. Yes, he said that. Yeah, he said that he had. He knows. He he knew that I hadn't spoken to my wife for weeks, and he knew that. How would he know that if he didn't talk to her? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he had spoken to her. And I know that he has you fooled. And I know that he has. He's fooled a lot of. He had me fooled. He's had a lot of other people fooled throughout his career, and still to this day. And he's had. I'm sure he's had my wife fooled. You know, he's not. Everybody thinks that he's this mentor and this this great guy, Tommy. Tommy's always looking out for Tommy. And that's. I understand that now. I know that now. These other people, and nobody, you don't understand that. I, I, you, he looks like he was on my side, and he still wanted to be on my side. That was never what he was trying to do. He's never, he was never trying to do that. In the end, he's what he's trying, he's trying to get me with my, with my wife. I don't know. He's trying to, he's trying to take the spotlight. I don't know what he's doing. I, but I know he was not truly on my side, and I don't know. I guess because people aren't inside, they, they, and they're not in this, they don't understand. But I, I'm giving you the. Inside info. He was. He's not that guy, and uh, people are gonna know it. And people are gonna know it. Come some of us, or people are gonna see what he truly is. Right. So, last question. I know you're. A, I know you're a little short on time here, so I'm gonna let you go. One more question, though. On Sunday, Slammiversary 16, House of Hardcore match. Yourself and Tommy Dreamer. What can fans expect you to do to Tommy Dreamer? Everything I want, anything I want, destroy him. And I mean, destroy him and make him pay for everything he's done. You know, not just to me, everything he's done in his career. Why, you know, this is the time I'm going to take out my anger, take out my aggression. You know, I'm going to take it out on Tommy. He's going to be bloody. He's going to be beaten. He's going to be hurt. And he's not going to be able to walk out of the building. So the fans better be ready to see some violence and be uncomfortable because that's how it's going to go. And uh, that's simple as that. Right. Now, I know I had said that that was the last question, but there was something that piqued my interest a little bit in your answer there. You had said that um, you're going to do things to get, like, revenge or something, if you will, for everything that Tommy's done in his career. Are you—what what are you insinuating there? Yeah, 
I know you don't know how Tommy is behind the scenes. You don't know. Everybody thinks that he's this great guy and this mentor, but he's always take, he's always looked out for himself in the end, and that's what he's done now. He's looking he's looking out for himself. You know what I mean? If you don't know, if you don't understand what I'm saying, you don't need to know. But it'll all come to fruition on Sunday. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Just tune in and don't worry. You'll understand. You'll be able to feel. You'll be able to feel how angry I am. You'll be able to feel everything that he's done. He, he's paying for his sins on Sunday. Right. All right. Eddie Edwards, current TNA superstar. He's got a big match on Sunday, July 22nd, 2018, Slammiversary 16, live at the Rebel Entertainment Complex in Toronto, facing Tommy Dreamer in a House of Hardcore match. Eddie, thanks for your time today, and good luck on Sunday. Yeah, thanks for getting me all worked up. All right, see ya.